0: Hey, all you freaky listeners out there with ear holes, it's uh, your girl, Kim, and she's coming at you with another episode of Lil Sumtings.
1: <laughs> that's that how I would perfect. do it. That's how
0: I would do it. That's you how it's me skinnered. a job.
1: <laughs> that's, how, that's how you did it. This is it. You're done. It's a
0: keeper. Yep.
1: Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye.
0: This episode of Almost Nothing is brought to you by the RVA Podcast Network. Find more information at rvapodcast.org. while you're here so i did
1: are you already (laughs) ditching
0: me no 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 no. not even quite the opposite um i have tinder and okcupid and i set the locations to here and i'm sorry y'all everybody has been a swipe left (laughs) um oh my god i don't know what i'm looking for but i don't know that it's on the internet. You know, Any, <laughs> so
1: I've been pretty steadfast about this is I don't do online dating anymore. And I think with, I feel like what you're, I feel like, well, because I know you, it's I feel like you don't know what you're looking for, but you know what you don't want. Yes. So. And a lot of
0: what I don't want happens to be these people online. <laughs>
1: yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. And you, I think you said it earlier, was a lot of them were like in open relationships and shit.
0: Okay, yes, everybody, in open relationships, everyone is into non-ethical monogamy and... Um,
1: non-ethical monogamy? What or is that? No, oops.
0: I'm saying the opposite. You're going to have to edit that. No, no, ethical no.
1: monogamy. <laughs> <laughs> it just it doesn't feel ethical to me. I was like, you know, I don't think it's for
0: Because they everybody. never tell me. I don't think it's for some people. <laughs> yeah, so pretty much people... I'm really weary of cishet guys who are talking about... Uh, being or participating in being ethically non-monogamous. That's what it was. Ethically Uh, non-monogamous. Only because I think most relationships I've been in, the people had wanted to open up the relationship or Mm -hmm. change some dynamic of the relationship Mm -hmm. and without talking to me about it, cheated or Mm -hmm. lied or did really deceptive, manipulative things to... As a means to an end, mm-hmm. to what they wanted or to fulfill something they needed, um, so I guess for me it's kind of hard to go back out there with a really totally open mind. When I kind of feel like no matter what I've been in open relationships, it's just not been with me or these like people. Not have, on your terms. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah. And you're right that I don't that I know what I don't want. And now I guess I am in this place of wondering, what does a healthy relationship look like, for one? And then mm-hmm. um, what does like, it continue to look like with somebody else in regards to accommodating different needs that may arise as time goes by or as intimacy is like created? Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: what does a healthy relationship look like?
0: I don't know, but my parents didn't show me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You know, growing up, I always was like, I feel like my parents should just get divorced. Like, I don't think they actually like each other.
0: But, and see, that has to definitely, if you've had that thought, Mm -hmm. you've probably taken it with you in some kind of relationship. And I don't even mean it had to be romantic, Mm -hmm. but...
1: Yeah. But now I feel like, oh, it makes sense. Like, I think they were just... Stressed about, you know, things you're stressed about when you're raising three kids and you know,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. living
1: in the burbs and whatever. because uh, I feel like they're a pretty good match now. <laughs> but I mean, Maybe, that's like an example of two people who like really grew together. That's and I'm what I was not gonna saying they say. have a perfect relationship by any means. I think totally. there's a lot of like communication problems. But I think the other thing is like they both very obviously still like each other. Mm -hmm. So, you know. So I keep trying to get them to set me up with somebody
0: your mommy can't find you
1: somebody honestly i think they think i'm like a mess <laughs> <And> they're like, <laughs> they're like i could totally see your mom <laughs> being like okay. oh no kim i don't know some of their friends will be like i have a son and i'm like mom what's that? and they're like no 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 oh no. see so because she's
0: already heard it from the parents <laughs> they've already complained to her about why they don't like their kids and <laughs> so she she's already knows Maybe they're not that's for you it.
1: She also was just like, "Take your time," and I'm like, "Bitch, I'm running what? out." What? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, my mom was almost 35 when she had me. I'm only 31 now, so I think in her mind, even though she had two kids before me, but I think she's like, "You're fine. You're okay. Don't rush into things." But that's the thing is, I think my family has seen me rush into so many things mm. that they're like, "Bitch, sit down." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> So, oh know. well, see
0: that's why they're not sending you up with nobody. They're just like, all right, no, no, no. Take, I just, <laughs> I had to talk it through. Take the time, take the time. Your oh mom is gosh. like sitting at home telling your dad, let's just, let's just see how she does with the bunny. <laughs> um, let's give it another oh six months with the bunny. If she's still asking me about so and so's son, I'll hit him up.
1: If the bunny's still alive. Still... <laughs> oh my gosh. Do you have, um, damn, somebody's got their base turned up. Mm-hmm. I felt that in my, like, butt on the couch. <laughs> um, Do you have a pact with anybody? <gasps> like a marriage pact? No. I have it with, like, girls. I know you do. <laughs> I was like, I literally, I gasped
0: because I was like, I didn't do that part yet, and I'm already 31. Yeah. What the fuck? You know what? And I just,
1: I just made, like, I'm gonna say one and a half more in the past year, in the past like three months. <laughs> oh,
0: okay. So your packs have grown double. Right? Yeah, because
1: I had two. Well, I had three, and then you one of them spare actually one of your got packs married to me. You know, two of the, you know three of them, and I think you want nothing to do with two of the three. I think you already had a two of the three. <laughs> You said so. we couldn't say names either. What
0: the hell? I'm not saying names.
1: I, say I know, names. but now I'm wondering. <laughs> Some guys will like write it down
0: <laughs> and be like, is this
1: who you're talking about?
0: Oh my god. So yeah. I have not made any such pack with anybody. I think
1: are we saying pack or packed? Packed. Okay. I realized I wasn't saying the T. Packed. <laughs>
0: I have no such pact. <laughs> and I was like, I think I'm saying this word wrong. <laughs> I have no such pact with any individual as it stands. Um, I feel like the closest I got to a pact was you and me getting married, <laughs> actually. Yeah.
1: And honestly, that'd be healthier than anybody I've got a pact with because. Um, you know, they're. I mean, if I'm a mess, they're a mess. mhm. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, you know, whatever. We can get married. It's fine. Yeah, cause this bunny is running oh my around God, it, so hard. He binked, yeah. that was a binky.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Tear it up. Yeah, shred bunny, shred. It kind of looks like the bunny's trying to look for a way to get out.
1: No, he's just. Quiet. You sure he wasn't he,
0: looking up, trying to be like, "All oh, right, what's the next spot to parkour so I can get the <laughs> fuck out of here?"
1: No, because the thing is open. He can leave. He <laughs> can leave if he wants
0: to. Like he can call an Uber anytime.
1: <laughs> Look, bunny. I, I already, I already tell people, uh, if you're out in the wild, your life expectancy is like one to two years. You chilling with me, I'll pull you in for a decade. Mm-hmm. So like, stay, <laughs> stay a while. <laughs> Just be my son, okay? <laughs> I told you my mom calls him her grand bun. Oh, my
0: God. What the fuck were we talking about? Well, so I was going to ask about your pact. Yeah. Pact.
1: Pact. 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 She a question about my pact.
0: Yeah, so is there a ranking or do each... Hell, yeah, there's a ranking. Are do each me? pact have a different... Do each does each pact? Oh my god! How do I say the sentence? Have a do, do? they all end at the same age? No. Or okay, interesting. Not so enough. you are a mastermind over here.
1: <laughs> yeah, I have a backup plans for my backup plans. <laughs> Your backup plank planks
0: packs packs. <laughs> oh my god! They I got use backup packs from
1: a backup packs. So how old? The earliest one I think was thirty-four, but I think. Um, that I'm gonna ignore that one.
0: <laughs> and we'll, then, s- we'll see if he hits me up first.
1: Well, there was one who it was like he. I think I said 34 because he was like trying to make it lower.
0: Mm. So he was and, yeah. And I was. He's like, getting scared now.
1: And I was like, Nah, I'm good <laughs> for right <laughs> now. I think I told him I still wanted the chance to marry for love. Oh, <laughs> and then there's, there's, um, I think the other ones are like 35 and then maybe 40. I think 40 is the oldest one, yeah. But I don't know if I want to have kids in my 40s,
0: yeah. I'm really scared about that,
1: and it's not even really about the complications or potential complications, it's just like. I want to get my body back, and I feel like... It's
0: going to be harder. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. So, if I'm being really real, I don't know if I want all that.
0: Yeah, I've kind of um, gone through, oh, I guess just in regards to my health and, um, like, hitting 31 and kind of realizing I don't think I used this body to its potential, uh-huh. not including something like pregnancy, just like athleticism yeah, and things like that. totally. And um, I do constantly have the nagging thought in my mind of, if you don't use it, you lose it. And I do want more time. And mm-hmm. if taking care of myself means I will have more time, I'm really down to commit to that. Mm-hmm. And And I do think committing to that will, I mean, obviously thinking about a kid also has to do with, like, who I'm going to have the kid with and having that person or a relationship or, you know, all of that first. But I do think I could get to a certain age where I would opt out of having kids simply because I think taking care of myself would take the priority. Totally. Um,
1: Do you know anyone now that you can think of that, like, where you're like, I would consider marrying that person maybe or, like, I think that person would make a good dad for my kid? Like... Do you see anyone in your life like that? I guess,
0: that? I feel like maybe I'm answering it too quickly by saying no.
1: <laughs> I mean, I feel like but, if you know, then you know. Also. Yeah,
0: I was going to say no person yeah. has inspired me. I think and um, the times that I had thoughts close to certain ideas mm-hmm. of somebody like that, they have oftentimes been projections of mm. a feeling mm-hmm. or of something I wanted with them but not necessarily something they were showing me that was substantial um, that could prove to me that they would be a good uh, co-parent person. Yeah. And I guess at this point, I even think about, like, yeah, um, a romantic relationship isn't so much a priority as possibly just being able to have a really close, intimate friendship with somebody that I could walk into co-parenting with, mm. Um And I think in that way, it might also be almost beneficial or easier on the child because then there isn't that, I don't know. I don't want my kids to think we don't love each other. Mm -hmm. And it seems like romantic love is something because of how fleeting it is or ephemeral or not as constant as something like platonic love. It's like I would rather them see the platonic love between me and their father or person um, rather than me being pissed that they don't get me flowers enough or like those kinds of things. Um, And I think in that way, it would also show them what healthy respect looks like, Mm -hmm. um, which is something I don't feel like a lot of people, myself included, had.
1: I feel like you touched on this in what you just said, but I've been thinking about like platonic intimacy a lot because I feel like there was a point, and I I'll go I'll say like in both of our lives where we were hanging with a crew that was like we were all very intimate but in platonic ways. Yeah, and I really really miss that. Mm -hmm. Like I don't know, like I have close friends now, but I don't feel. Like, we're so close that we would all, like, pile into a bed and watch a movie together. Kind of a thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, Mm -hmm. yeah, that's just something I miss from, like, the crew. But I'm like, what is that? Like, it's not, like, yeah, I mean, that's that's all it is, right? It's, like, platonic intimacy. But it's, like, what is it about that that is, like, it's different from, it's, like, a little bit of everything but not anything, like, serious, I guess? Or not anything... Serious is a bad word to describe it, but it's, like, not... There's not the stress of it being, like, what does this mean? Because Mm -hmm. it's, like, these are just your friends, and you're, like, just cuddling with a friend, or just, like, you know, I don't know. I feel like that sounds weird, but, uh,
0: yeah. I think you're right about... um, platonic intimacy like a lot of people who know me and meet me now in my daily life it's expressed that I don't like to be touched and lots of people who come up to me to offer me a hug will kind of remember mid hug oh I forgot you don't like to be touched Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and I think what gets lost in all of that is yes I don't like to be touched but I don't like to be touched by strangers. Mm. I don't like to be touched by men who are catcalling. Like, unsafe situations that, as a woman of color, you deal with often. Right. Um, People not giving you space and things like that. Um, And I think over time, I realized the way people started treating me in regards to, like, not liking to be touched. It almost made me feel kind of, like, I don't want to say alienated, but really weird. Like, everybody's making me feel so weird because I don't want to be touched. And over time, I kind of realized like how important touch is in, in, mm-hmm. within intimacy. And a lot of the reason I wasn't allowing um, other people to touch me just was definitely a trust thing. Yeah. But I was also under this really misguided um, idea that the only person who I would want to touch me was someone who I was in a romantic relationship with. Yeah. And it shouldn't have been that. It should have been like, and I realized it over time, that actually I do want to be touched but i only want to be touched by the people that i trust mm-hmm. exactly where it's like i don't mind climbing into bed and watching a movie with you because how long have i known you right. where i have been safe with you right like that kind of safety or intimacy that we have has been built up over time where mm-hmm. i can finally realize like oh these are the these are the uh, the situations i do not want to be touched and these are actually the situations where touch will make me feel better will make me feel safe um And um, definitely I miss having that expressed between close friends. Mm -hmm. Um, I really believe in like consent and asking for consent Mm -hmm. and things like that is really nice. Um, But then there are the safe haven of friends that I have and who I'm letting in kind of all the time when they do approach me and they're like, oh yeah, I forgot you don't like to be touched. And then I'll tell them, no what are you talking about I have known you for like I Mm -hmm. it really makes it personal to be like it you get to touch me because like you're a really great person and you've contributed to my safety my feeling of safety um and I wish I feel like I want to create that in newer relationships that Mm -hmm. I have but also you can't really cheat time
1: totally yeah totally I was, because I was hanging out with some people that I feel like used to be part of that circle where that was like a normal thing for us to just be like, laying all over each other mm-hmm. watching movies and you know that like we'd have sleepovers and it was like it was never like a
0: weird and also gross, it was mixed like, genders yeah, yeah totally. and we and it it never was never
1: like a sexual thing mm-hmm. it was just like oh we're just having a sleepover right? yeah and
0: that's it or like taking baths together yeah. i mean okay, I granted do
1: that <laughs> well i was gonna say we had clothes
0: on yeah but it was oh, one wait, of those you things you and
1: i have totally showered together
0: <laughs> yes and been nude
1: Oh, yeah, but again, but again, not, I don't, not sexual,
0: not sexual, sexual and everyone was fine, yeah, nobody nobody felt violated, I was like, no, oh, wait, yeah, I forgot, it is kind of crazy, because I really do, growing up, kind of with the people the same people we were around Mm -hmm. um we were definitely around people who were super cool with their nudity and their bodies in a way that i had never been around same and like i definitely think each of our friends in some way kind of caught shame from our families or parents about Mm -hmm. those things but i really liked and it really was something that helped me become more brave in my body um was kind of seeing, like, oh, we can all be in the pool naked and nobody is going to, like, get
1: Nobody cares. Yeah, nobody cares and
0: nobody's going to get hurt. (laughs) But I think it just goes to show how, like... Like, emotionally or otherwise. Yeah.
1: Yeah, totally.
0: And I think it also goes to show, like, how ingrained, like, our parents kind of make stranger danger. They kind Mm -hmm. of make um, the world really scary for us in regards to our bodies and our Mm -hmm. nudity and things like that um i think like of course love my parents everything they did for me all mm-hmm. that abc but at the yeah. same time like we're a product like they pass to us things that like they didn't understand sometimes right. or like especially the cultural disconnect mm-hmm. and things like that where i really feel like my mom just raised me to be scared of everything and everybody if it wasn't because mm-hmm. of god mm-hmm. or men that's it. It's like one of the others. It's like either God doesn't like it or some dude's going to grab you. And I think like all of us having grown up in similar kinds of ways, I think when it was just us together, it was really nice to kind of let that go. Or like, I guess I, I might feel like I might have brought it up a couple of times with certain people who were like more nude than than me. Or maybe they would be like, why aren't you going to take off your clothes mm-hmm, and stuff? Mm-hmm. And me being feeling like, oh, my God, what? I'm supposed to get married first. <laughs> <laughs> but I wish, I guess I almost wish it didn't take me so long to get cool with it.
1: I say that, but then there are also other, like I said that about myself, but then there are other things that I'm like, I wish I had waited for other. Like, I wish I didn't rush into some other things. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, I think it's definitely, you, you know, whatever. You can't have it all. Grass is always greener, all that bullshit. Mm. Um, but, But I am really grateful for, like, falling into the group that I did. Because, I mean, I don't know if you remember, like, when we first met, I was so shy. Yes. And, like, I still consider myself a shy person, but not anywhere to the degree that I used to be you know so I mean I was just a scared little girl like, Yeah.
0: <laughs> so. and being shy is like a really great way to hide it but then also being shy is a really great way for like I don't know other people to kind of want to come into oh sorry come into your energy mm. and figure you out when you don't even have yourself figured out yeah oh excuse me oh my god I burped into the mic I think <laughs> Now people don't believe I'm shy;
1: they just think I'm a bitch, which is like shy, or like that's just
0: yeah. If it keeps you from talking to me, yeah, dude, go ahead and think I'm a bitch. Stay your lane.
1: There was this thing where, like, um, a friend, we were like in the green room at the theater, and we hugged, and then I walked out, and she told me later that somebody went up to her and was like, "I can't believe Kim let you hug her." And they were, like, so shocked and stuff. <laughs> and I was, like, it's not that I'm, like, not a hugger or I don't like to, you know, it's not anything mm-hmm. that, but it's just, like, this is, like, one of my very close friends who I, like, love and adore. Like, I'm not out here to hug everybody. If I don't like you, same, you know, same thing. Like, there's, we have no reason to, mm-hmm. we don't even have to talk. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. You're not entitled so, to all this. Um. Yeah, that's what it is.
0: I remember on my birthday, we me and some people went to a bar and yeah, there was a guy who I'd worked at at a gallery with. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he wanted to come in for the hug and I stopped mm-hmm. him and I was like, "Oh, dude, no thanks. I'm okay." And I feel like I said it in a way that is like I'm not making it a thing. Yeah, yeah. And chill out. Yeah. Um and it's fine. And he totally took it really hard and just what what do you mean what I just I want to just give you a hug and it just it's kind of crazy to me how lost in the sauce this guy was about his ego being butthurt that I'm refusing his hug and I guess on top of that it was just kind of even more shitty that it was like god dude you're so butthurt and you're making this like all about you but it's my fucking birthday and I don't care yeah like I have been on this earth for long enough where I'm never, ever, ever gonna feel bad about no thanks. No thanks. Yeah. I'm good. Cause I'm allowed. And yeah. if you're really freaking out here like that as throwing this temper tantrum about it, um, I don't know, get the fuck out like I don't know. It's just yeah it's not my problem.
1: It- It's like people don't realize like we don't owe y'all anything because you didn't put the work in this friendship,
0: bro. Like Society
1: has already made me like pay you in ways you don't see. Mm hmm. Yeah. So like, fuck the fuck up. Mm hmm. Yeah. I don't I just mm, I can't. I can't with that used to work with this guy who I would, I was close to, like, other people that we worked with. So I would, like, hug them and whatever and when I was saying bye. And he'd be like, oh, I don't get a hug. Or, like, you're not going to hug me. Yep. I'd, be, I'd be like, not no. for me. Like, we're not tight. Like, no. You're not my family. Like, like my chosen family. Like, you're mm-hmm. to like nothing to me. You're a co- you're a fucking co-worker. That's what you are. And not even a good one at that. So, like, no, you definitely don't get a hug
0: oh, I guess, yeah, when I, I'm tired of people coming to me with that entitlement and not coming to me with, like, what you bring to the table. This person's right. losing his mind about not getting a hug. And it's like, bro, we're not, I haven't even known you longer than a year. Like, I just, I haven't even, I don't know. I guess to me a really, like, marker of intimacy and closeness is if, like, I've been vulnerable enough with somebody to let them see me cry or, like, mm-hmm. know about certain emotions or stresses that I'm dealing with and things like that. And it's like, I don't have any of that with you. Why do you think I give a shit about hugging your body? Yeah. And I just can't even... <sighs> um, <laughs> Sorry. It's hard. Podcasting yeah. is hard. What? What do you, what? What do you mean? Because you're more... For me, when I'm talking to my friends, yeah. it's like, it's okay that we can walk circles around or like kind of wind around what we're talking about. But in a podcast, I guess, much like a first date, it's very like, oh my God, I don't think we can have any awkward silence. Fill the silence. And I, so this but is... But you're going to edit it.
1: Well, I'm, I'm not going to edit this because I want this part to be heard because I had this conversation with somebody is just like, there's not, I don't think there's an issue. I don't think the silence is a problem. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, we were talking about this because in improv a lot of times people have problems with the silence, but I personally love silence. And so it's like, I don't, if it's a natural thing, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think it's that big a deal. Like, we don't, we as humans don't normally fill up. (laughs) We don't normally fill up every silence anyway. Mm, So it's like, mm -hmm. I don't think it's an issue when when there are those moments you know in the podcast or in an improv scene or whatever because I think when people feel that urge to fill the silence it's just like you stop like listening yes
0: (laughs) I definitely stopped listening to myself and I was like what am I saying right now I don't know (laughs) nah
1: silence is cool it's cool I think most people talk too fucking much anyway. Oh,
0: my God. Yeah. Uh,
1: What are you taking a picture of right now?
0: Oh, this fortune that says a very attractive person has a message for you. Mm. Yeah. Do you remember this meal? Did you get that message? I did get that message. Ooh.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I definitely got that message. What's funny is I thought so many more people would message me, but it was just one, and they were very attractive.
0: Wow. Yeah.
1: Oh wait, are you using it so that you can get attractive people messaging you?
0: Yeah, I'm going to post it on my Instagram story, and it's going to say, wait, if I tell you, people will know. People,
1: how will they find you? They can't search a story. Okay,
0: cool. It'll expire by the time this will hit anyways. um, So I took a photo of it so that I could ask the question. And the question says, be attractive and message me. It's not a question. (laughs) (laughs) It is now that I put a question mark. Be attractive and message me?
1: I hope that your mission is as fruitful
0: fruitful (laughs) as mine was. All music was originally composed by Pagio Omati. This has been an RVA Podcast Network production.